0: Hi there, welcome to Lakeridge Community Church Podcast, and this is a place where we get to share uh, some of our messages from Sunday mornings. Uh, we're glad that you're here to listen, we'd also love to have you in person. So if you'd like to uh, pop in some Sunday, we meet at 1030 at Our Lady of Wisdom School here in Chester. And uh, you can obviously check us out as well at uh, www.chester.com. Morning Lake Ridge. Hey, I, am, uh, I want to start out this morning by saying thank you so much for joining us online and being patient with us even as we kind of get organized and get ready for the fall uh, here at Lake Ridge. It was good to be together last week um, uh, over at Camp Chestermere and uh, it was a joy to see some of you face to face. I hope to do a little bit more of that even this summer. This morning, I um, we make our way forward into the third blessing or happiness statement that Jesus makes in Matthew 5 uh, on the Sermon on the Mount. And Before we jump into that, I want to remind us that, that Jesus taught ultimately with these blessed statements or happiness statements that, that these, these blessings are not actually found in the consumption of something, but rather in our posture towards challenges that we face in life. Pastor Preston shared a few weeks ago that that blessed are those who are poor in spirit. And he uses this example of kids coming to God open-handed with with really nothing to offer him other than their true self. And that that leaves room for Jesus to to bless them and to fill them up and to give them even more of his spirit. Last week I talked about, you know, blessed are those who mourn? Blessed are those who remember, for in remembering we process, and in processing we grow and we heal. Right? That God sees an importance in that in that process. And my hope is that you're noticing that that in these blessed statements that there is not a quick result. these are not quick fix statements. They they the quick fix statements seem to be shallow, and uh, and so to live uh, our lives according to the statements that we find in the Sermon on the Mount is to commit to a posture towards life's challenges, to allow those challenges to grow in us, things that that we probably can't otherwise find without practice in the midst of those things. I have. Personally, found that when I look for the for the quick happiness, or the quick blessing, that that I I can find it, but that it doesn't sustain me, that it doesn't last, that that I, honestly I forget about it very very quickly, in an attempt to find the next blessing, the next happy thing. So this is a commitment to a much longer journey of allowing these. Um, blessed statements to, to penetrate into our actions and our posture and in terms of who we are even here at Lake Ridge, I think there are moments when when we have a desire to grow into something bigger than we are we're going to talk about that in a few minutes but but uh, something that has all of the bells and whistles and and I think in our desire to do some of those things we can miss out on some of the depth that God is trying to teach us. But it is a tension and it's a struggle for me for sure and probably for you as well. I do think that we want to be a church that ultimately is doing what we can to love Jesus, to love each other, and to love our community and that in the course of Lakeridge's life, the longer course of Lakeridge's life, that, that we will continue to grow into a place of authenticity and transformation a place of safety ultimately i think today's blessed statement actually has a lot to do with that it goes like this it's in matthew 5:5 and it is this blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth i have always found this to be one of the strangest ones for me this week i was even challenged to try to figure out even what does the word meek mean? How do I understand it? Why did Jesus think it was so important? And and I kind of learned some things, uh, so I want to just share them with you. The word meek is actually one of those words that its meaning has, has really changed and transformed over the generations and generations of our time. In fact, in many ways, our culture today has kind of a distaste for the word. And, and so I'm going to just read you straight out of the, you know, Webster's Dictionary, three of the definitions for the word meek, and and I'm going to give you a little tone and posture for them. The first is, the first definition is, enduring injury with patience and without resentment. It is, in a sense, a, a mild-mannered posture, right, towards those who harm us or have done harm to us. The second definition is is deficient in spirit and in courage. I don't like that one. It is a posture of submissiveness that that I find hard to embrace. But I but I think it's a part of it. And then the third one is not violent or strong. It it depicts a weakness, in a sense. If, if nothing more, it, it 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 depicts a moderate kind of a response. In my mind, these these three different responses can be both positive or negative, depending on the circumstances, right? I would I would actually say uh, that today in our culture, most of us assume that the term meek is to be weak or tame or to be deficient of courage, to not be assertive in what we need or what we want. So why does Jesus suggest that the meek will inherit the earth? To to understand it, I think more fully, we have to go back um, into Jesus' time. We we have to hear it as Jesus' listeners would have heard it when he spoke these words to them. In Greek literature, and, and of that period of time, to be meek was to be gentle or soft. It was to be essentially kind. The biblical understanding of meekness, uh, which I, which I love this, the biblical understanding of meekness is power under control. Power under control. Strength under control. Moses is described by God in Numbers 12 as being meek, and partly why Moses was chosen to be the leader of God's people at that particular time. Jesus describes himself in Matthew 11 as meek. In in some of the older translations it says, For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Some of the more recent translations say, for I am humble, uh, sorry, for I am gentle and humble in heart. In our context, in our context, in our culture, we have we have kind of shifted to believe that someone who is gentle or even nonviolent is is weak. That that when we don't assert ourselves back or match somebody's intensity that somehow we are being passive or submissive or set back. I think that that actually might have been even true in Jesus' time and in his culture. That, that those who are following Jesus in particular as he makes his way towards the cross may have seen him as being weak, as being led somewhere where he didn't want to go. yet because we have the benefit of knowing the bigger picture of what was happening in that context of what Jesus was really trying to do we see Jesus's actions and going to the cross as being brave as being heroic as as demonstrating a true power under control so what does it mean for us maybe to have power under control I'm gonna suggest a couple of things and maybe Something I say here sparks in you a desire to look even more deeply into this in your own life and in your own story. First, I think that power under control looks like our refusal to inflate our own accomplishments. It's to exercise or to practice truth-telling. And by that I mean truth-telling to ourselves. It's it's about doing self-awareness work so that we know who we are and who we aren't right now now to be meek or even to be humble is not to say that you are nothing and you have no talents and you have no gifts but to be humble or to be meek is is to be truthful that and uh, with yourself that you are a servant of God, that you participate in loving God's world. I think to be meek and humble for me is to accept that I have strengths and that I also have limitations. Right To, to truthfully accept both, to, to even communicate them both, is to acknowledge that I am God's creation with, with his good gifts and his good talents. But also to acknowledge that God put me in a community, that He He placed me with other people. Because He knew that I have things to work on. That, 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 that I have limitations, that I even have limitations in the in the time of, of the day or in the time of the week. That that I, I can't actually be everywhere all of the time to acknowledge that I need. Others that 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 we are called to love this city. right This past year has been just such a strange year. It, it, as your pastor, it's been really hard because in 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 many ways, it has become so obvious that I can't directly care or 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 even know or connect with everyone at Lakeridge in in their story and what's going on that that's actually not even reasonable. Both Pastor Preston and I have prayed a lot this year that, that God would fill the many gaps that, that we leave in the acknowledgement of our limitations and what we can potentially do. It was hard to trust God, to be honest with you it was hard to trust and 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 to know that that i am simply not enough and that somehow god might be meeting the expectations of others when i couldn't mistakes were made shortcomings were discovered and and in all i could only hope i could only hope that in our absence at times That Jesus was coming near to you. It wasn't a lack of love. It wasn't even a lack of desire. It was a lack of human limitation. And it was hard. See, I'm trying to grow in my honesty about who I am. And with that has come truths about who I am not. I'm discovering that, that Jesus can do a lot with me and that he can also do a lot without me. And that actually I can have a sense of gentleness, of calmness, of even peace in knowing that Jesus can and will and does actually want to be the place where all of us, including myself and Preston and others, can find a place to rest their soul. The second place we see meekness or power under control is when we resist the need to assert ourselves for ourselves. When we resist the need to assert ourselves for ourselves. In short, when when we exercise power the sake of others rather than for the sake of ourselves or even our own personal agenda. We do not need to look actually very far into the life of Jesus to see that this was his posture towards others. Jesus demonstrates his power by, by having a servant heart. It is a principle, a calling really, that we see in the life of Jesus that he calls on us to, to consider. Jesus said of himself, he says in, in Mark 10, he says, For I did not come to, to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. It's funny. So many of us come to the church and we're like, I want to serve the church. I want to serve God. But yet here Jesus Himself says, well, I didn't actually come so that you could serve me. I came. So that I could serve along with you. In his case, it was to give his life as a ransom for many. It challenges us to think: how does Jesus serve with you? How do you do that? You see, to exercise gentleness and kindness, you know, to be meek, is to trust that we can place our needs and And that we can place the needs of those around us that we can serve that we can serve the needs of those around us and trust that that jesus is tending to them and those and us along with that he is in that journey with us the greater version of that matthew chapter 11 verse 28 and 29 says this it's uh, he says Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What does it mean for us? to rest our souls in Jesus. Even as a church, what does it mean to rest and trust in our good good father? I'm going to end today I, I got a few more things to say, but I want to I want to share with you something uh, that 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 Tara actually shared with me after we had talked about meekness this week. She sent me a text and And i want to read it for you because she's good with words and she says this she said i wonder if meekness is a form of honesty with ourselves and with others in order to be meek and even humble requires a self-awareness you know some form of discovering truth and admitting it to ourselves and to god and to others it's a good word to be meek some form of honesty some form of being truthful about who we are and who we aren't I think when we realize that I think when we truly live into that and posture ourselves that way we discover our place we discover our place in 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 God's story we discover our place even maybe even our our own story and we can take this deep breath and we can rest in all the different life challenges that come and and are forced upon us, that we can actually be soft, that we can be kind, and that we can be gentle in our posture. Blessed are the meek, happy are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. I think that's one of the things that we can work on this year at Lake Ridge, is being meek to be gentle towards each other and towards our community. I believe it will create a a soft place for people to come out of their lockdown and ask some of the important stirring questions that have been going on in so many people's lives and hearts. I believe that it will make a place for people to rest their weary souls. I believe that it will also shape us and change us into a people that are closer to the heart of God and more fully living into what it means to be the kingdom of God here on earth. An earth that the meek will inherit according to Jesus. What does that mean for us? What does that look like? I'm going to pray. I'm going to ask God to to give us a sense of gentleness, of calm, to give us a sense of self-awareness about who we are and the gifts and talents that God has given us, but also who we are not and where we have to trust Him in our limitations. Let's pray. God, you are a good, good God. We are so grateful that you are a God who sends your very flesh and blood, your very Son, down to demonstrate a posture of servanthood, a posture of meekness, a posture of gentleness, of kindness posture that made it safe for people to come unto him and rest God for those of us who need that rest may you call us into your arms today God for those of us who are feeling a sense of of anxiousness God may you give us a sense of calm may you demonstrate to us and give us opportunities to practice and to notice how we might become more gentle, and kind, and meek. I pray these things in your name, Amen. Before I give the benediction, I'm going to throw out a couple of questions, and they're questions I've been asking people as, as I've been trying to listen and trying to talk as we as we kind of come out of, out of a pretty wild year. And questions go like this: What questions come to mind for you today? as i spoke as you listened to the singing the scripture whatever it might be what questions come to mind for you today for yourself and maybe even questions for us were there any tensions for you today as you listened maybe tensions that that maybe you need to pay attention to will you make time to pay attention to those tensions to 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 make some space for God to speak, maybe for you even to rest in his arms? What work might you need to do on a topic like meekness? And what is God asking you to prepare for in this coming year or years? Food for thought and some things to think about. So now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you his peak, his give you his peace and his meekness as you go into the daily tasks of this week. God be with you. And thanks for joining us today.